I don't want to touch it. It's just so sexy. I don't want to touch it. touch it. No. <laughs> Welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And today we're talking about what? Uh, whiskey. <laughs> like we always talk about. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> barrels and bottles. And angels and... Envy. And envy. <laughs> uh, what do we have today to be sipping on? Um, Talking well, about angels and envy. We, well, we have angels envy. Uh-huh. It is a very sexy hourglass shaped oh, bottle. Jesus, here you go with that again. Yeah. It's got wings. It's got wings in the back. See? It's like Red Bull. Wings. Red Bull it's got can, wings. Red Bull gives you wings. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, we're uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about barrels and bottles and all the fun thing that we can do with whiskey after we purchase them. After it goes to the happy hunting ground? What's that? When the bottle dies, what do we do with the whiskey? Um, recycle it. <laughs> we we put we it in an eternity bottle. We, we, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so talking about angels and envy. Yeah. So uh, the whole idea is uh, barrel finishing, uh, which angels envy has been barrel finished. Uh, and we're also going to talk about blending and all like the weird science and like the tomfoolery that you can do with whiskey after like you purchase it or now some of these distilleries are doing that. So the post-production bourbon is what we'll call it. Okay. Yep. And this, uh, the world of whiskey is pretty much going mad and there's, you know, this is the first out of many and there's all sorts of new concoctions out there. So, uh, we're going to, we're going to start with this one. Okay. Which has been, uh, barrel finished. Carefully handpicked. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or handpecked. I don't know. What does that mean? Handpecked? Handpecked. Right, handpeck me? Don't no. hand, don't handpeck me? No. Like when you keep on somebody about something? You're handpecking? That's, that's like your life. If you Handpecking ever... me, Dave. Handpecking you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stop handpecking me, Dave. Like, you know, with chickens? I don't... When you have a bunch of chickens? I don't know much about poultry. Okay, I... well, when you have a bunch of chickens, <laughs> okay. you get like a group of like 10 chickens. Right, there'll be one that's like the group bitch, and all the other hens will peck at the feathers of Is that, that like one, the uh, of that one hen, and she, they'll have like bare spots, and you'll say, "Oh, that one's been." Uh, I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of like the uh, the girl Smurf. I don't know, Darla. Yeah, I don't know. no, but the other hens will actually peck at like like the because the, they don't like it or because just as it's what they do. It's like that they they're they're getting it's the last one in the order. Well, that's not okay, Dave. It's not okay. They've canceled that chicken. They have canceled that chicken. You know, <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> a bunch of bullies. You know, subordinate chickens matter. <laughs> That's why I hate chickens. They're they're filthy creatures. They are filthy. They're mean. They're mean they, to their own kind. They, 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 they deserve to die. They do deserve. And to they die. are delicious with buffalo sauce. They are delicious with buffalo. Like sauce. when you make that uh, buffalo wing dip. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's good stuff, isn't it? Anyways. Yes, go on. <laughs> Angels envy and chickens. Yeah, and chickens. I don't know where we where, where did that even come no, from? I have no idea how the two of them tied together. But oh, go ahead. sidebar, right? Um, so this is a product of uh, Louisville Distilling Company, which is I don't know. They say like it has like two hundred years of bourbon heritage. Um, I I don't think they were one of the original ones. I think they've only been around for a few years. But anyways, maybe they have some guys that worked at other places or something. But. Mm-hmm. They're like their whole thing is like they're like artisan hand finished spirits, except their own by spirits. Yeah, you said spirits. Oh yeah, I like that. Get it? Yeah. With Go the, on with the angels and stuff. What they did you get? The, you getting the angel music in the background? Oh, the, is that what that was? Yeah, still is. It just sounded like some humming. Mm-hmm. See, that's angel music. 
Like, how do you, like, how do you know it's like, like, have you seen an angel? Are they real? Did I they used exist? to be an angel. And then what happened? You fell to this earth? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like, how do we know this is their music? Is this what they jam out to? Maybe it's like, this I don't know. It's kind of boring. It's like, like do you like, listen to Jay-Z when you go up to yeah, heaven? I mean, it's like, what? we just assumed that this music is for angels, and that's this is what they maybe this to. is like. Like there's an escalator, and you're on it for like four hours waiting to get up there. And as you pass them, like, mm. it, uh, <laughs> like, have, uh. have you seen the Disney movie like, or Pixar Soul? I've heard of it. I it's really, it. it's really good. It's it's right up your alley. I think you should. Uh, I think the angels all know all the shit you've done your whole life, so they're all like, it's like. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that is. Like all the that's way up there, they're a, like, mm-hmm. man, you're gonna have to answer to that. They're shit. just judging, hard judging me all the time. Hard judging, yeah. exactly. Well, they've got their work cut out for them. <laughs> anyway, okay, go on. I'm sorry. Angels please. Envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're saying this is their masterpiece, which is like their first one they made, uh, but it was distilled by the legendary master distiller Lincoln Henderson. Sorry, it's like a handful to say. Lincoln Henderson. Henderson. <laughs> Mr. Henderson. Yeah, it's like it's like Henderson you can kind of get away with, but it sounds like a porn name. It does. Henderson. <laughs> imagine if that was imagine if that was Neo's name in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, what was this? What was it like Nielsen or something? Anderson. Oh, oh it was Anderson. Okay. Ma- Mr. Henderson. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Oh, Mr. Henderson. Not now. I'm busy. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, I mean, I mean, it must be great to make up your own name. That's just ridiculous, and you don't care. That's awesome. Like you were telling you were telling me about some bizarre like porn names the other day, and I can't think of them. Oh, no. candy samples. <laughs> Christy Wait. Canyon. Candy samples. Candy That's samples. A chick, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, Tracy Lords. Christy Canyon. Tracy Lords doesn't sound that bad. Uh, who else did there used to be? Uh, a whole Dirk bunch of Diggler? Jenna Jameson. Yeah, but those, I mean, those aren't silly. No, no. You had like... Uh, like Lincoln Henderson. Johnny Holmes. Yeah. There's yeah, Dongzilla. There's Dongzilla. Dongzilla. <laughs> I think I swear to God. I can, I can picture him. <laughs> is it Dongzilla? Yeah, Dongzilla. I think it is. Anyway, we got to look that one up uh, later. <laughs> Why are you always holding on to it? Well, someone <laughs> would generally like me to have it dragging on the ground behind me and shit. <laughs> All right, settle down there, Lincoln. All right, sorry. So enough about the old. So go on about the yeah, angels. So, Master uh, Stiller, Mr. Henderson. Mr. Henderson, uh, he spent his lifetime crafting fine spirits, and so they with his had, hand. Yeah, with his hands. <laughs> then he had a son. Yep, he had a son, um, and they made this bourbon. Uh, it's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in a port wine barrel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, port so, wine barrel. That's got to have a different flavor. Yeah. So that's like they're they're the ones that kind of started this trend. Um, they said they uh, it's Kentucky brand, so they only use like the limestone water that was sourced locally along with locally sourced grain. That's pretty cool, though, if yeah. they do. That's an honest, honest, true well, Kentucky bourbon. And that's that's kind of like the, the claim to fame with uh, Kentucky bourbon is, you know, it's like... You know, it's kind of like with the uh, Irish whiskey. It's the water, is what yeah. they say. Or like the the, Genes- the Genesee River makes uh, Jenny Screamer. Because the water they use to water it down after it comes out of the, the cask, it's the only time water touches the bourbon. Yep. So it really does make a difference how it's flavored, mm-hmm. you know, what the water tastes like. So they said it's a uh, 
a small batch, so it's a blend of eight to twelve barrels at a time. Okay. And they typically age it to six years. I don't think this is so it's an uh, undisclosed age. I think, yeah, the age is undisclosed. Um, this mash bill is seventy-two percent corn, eighteen percent rye, and ten percent malted barley. Mm. Uh, they say it's an undisclosed distillery, but in Kentucky, owned by the Bacardi Limited brand. Of course. So we talk about how it's all like this small batch and small company. And we have the guy's name on the bottle and then owned by Bacardi. Kind of takes away some of the, the coolness to it, but yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Well, same thing with Buffalo Trace and those are owned by Suntory. You yeah. Know? No, Buffalo Trace is owned by uh, Sazerac. Isn't Sazerac Corporation owned by Suntory? Don't they own the whole conglomerate? Negative. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. No, it's, it's another one. We talked about it a while we did, ago. I we can't did. remember we which did. one it was, though. Okay, whatever. Um, so they're saying it's finished in the port wine cast for an additional three to six months. So they age it for six years, and then after the fact, I don't know if they blend it or anything like that, and then they finish it. Yeah, 60-gallon barrels, right? Yep. That's yep. what I heard. It's uh, 86.6 proof. So do the math there. Uh, the SRP is about 50 bucks. I think it was... Uh, I paid like 48 or something like that. 47, 48. 43.3? Yep. Yeah. ABV? Yep. You and me? Yep. It's easy as one, get two, down, three. Getting down with uh, OPP? A- ABC? <laughs> hey, you down with OPP? Hey, yeah, you, you know, know me. me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Whew. So, should we try this Angel's Envy? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> well, folks, oh, we'll I've, see you next week. I brought some, uh, I brought some water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's drink. Okay. Let's, uh, let's first, I will smell it. Yeah, Steve, go ahead. On the nose, Steve. Maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Caramel. Caramel? Caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? Car- caramel. 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 Car- caramel. Caramel. Yes. And maple. Caramel. <laughs> I don't know. It smells Canadian. Hey. <laughs> eh? Hmm. No, I'm not getting any horse shit in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to drink now. Okay. Oh, so he's putting it to his lips. Mouth is wide open. Tongue is out. Licking his lips. Looking at his glass longingly. He's looking at his glass like he looks at the bottle before he starts stroking it like it's his long lost girlfriend. Oh, now he's staring at his glass. He's it's thinking. good. He's deep in thought. It's good. It is good? It's good. All that for that. It's um, good. Yeah. So, <laughs> all that build up for it's good. <laughs> Why do I bother? I was listening to you. <laughs> I closed my eyes. You I was just started rubbing your bottle. Dreaming of <laughs> Oh God. I'm gonna try um, sweet. It's it's silky. Like it's got like almost like a, a viscous feel in the mouth. Some yeah. fruity tones, and then, like, towards the end, some smoke. Not too much smoke. A little bit of smoke. Very little smoke. But, mm. Connie, I don't get the maple syrup. I get more of, like, a candy, maybe some vanilla, maybe some fruit. I get a little little spicy. Yeah, a little spice. Not too bad. Like, in the in the back, right here, in the... Right in the back of the jowls. Yep. Yeah, right in the... In a, in a, in a, in a. <laughs> but the finish is different. Like it's definitely like a, a like a like a thick, like it's almost creamy. <laughs> right. No, it's got it's got some you viscosity know, to it. You know, it's gonna it's, not not it's got in, legs in that respect. In my mouth. It kind of reminds me of like a cognac. Almost. Yeah, yeah. 
that that kind of presentation. Yep. I think that I think that would describe it the best. For yeah, those a, that aren't currently enjoying this in their mouth. Yeah, like me and Dave. Oh my God, and this sexy, this sexy bottle. Thank you, sexy bottle. <laughs> Thank you for giving the two of us a nice big boner, big swab, a <laughs> gulp in our mouth from your from your juicy goodness. <laughs> oh man, thanks, so, bottle. Um, Thank you, you toilet bowl. Thank you. So it's uh, pull up a review real quick. It says, yeah, it's kind of a lot what we said, but it says a hint of Madeira. I don't know what that is. Is that like a is that like a Deftone song? Um, I don't know what Madeira is. Is that wine or something? It might be. It's finished in port wine cask, so you might get a hint. Oh, of okay, a maybe that's what they're trying to describe. We're gonna have to look that up. Um, yeah. So, um, it's not like super bold as you would think. No, like it's, it's not. like it's like when I'm when I'm thinking like, oh, it's finished in this port wine. I'm like, it's gonna it's gonna show through, and you're gonna get like that wine flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't really get that. I think it adds to some of the smooth the smoothiness to it. Smoothiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the first of the group, and. It's readily available. It's you know I would call it mid range. You know you know the fifty forty five fifty dollar range, which is uh, you, which is reasonable. Yeah, you can get us. other bottles like it. Uh, I know Yellowstone is is one of my favorites. It's very similar similar to that. A mm-hmm. uh, little bit lighter, I would say. There's another bottle, Blood Oath, and I think we're going to do that next week for uh, Halloween. Halloween, episode. yeah, yep, yep. And then you can also get like a double barreled bourbon, such as like Woodford Double Oak or Elijah Craig has like a toasted barrel finish. I have one. I have that. The toasted barrel. Yeah, we gotta have that some yep. sometime soon. But so this is like kind of the brand that got it started, and now you just see it all over the place. Like I know we've had we had a red breast, didn't we? We, we did, really like. We that. did have which a red one, breast. Which yeah. one did we do? We did red breast. Yeah, but there's uh, like a look. Did we do the one that was finished? No, we just did a the red breast. Okay, just a regular because the green dot, yellow one. dot, red breast, all same distillery. And I'm not huge in the Irish whiskey. I think it's neither. Eh, Bourbon is just way better. Although today, I was speaking to somebody or yesterday. Yeah, remember the Redemption rum cask finish? That was fantastic. They have a Redemption. Um, cognac cask finish. Oh, he said he bought a bottle of it, and I was like, "Really?" And so where? I never, we I never found that. out where he got it. But I said, "He well, said you need to find out." He said, "I got that redemption." I said, "The rum cask." He goes, "No, it was the cognac cask. It has a blue label." I said, huh. "I've never heard of that." Because I think that's probably one of our favorites. I'd love to try and the I cognac think, cask I'm just, finish. I don't know. I'm just really into these unique finishes. I think it just adds to the bourbon. It takes an already great product and just elevates it. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say, you know, these are, this is like the gateway bottle to finished bourbons. This is like the Pearl Jam or Nirvana to the bourbon world. Yeah. It is. Rock on, Lincoln Henderson. Mr. <laughs> Henderson. <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. I like it a lot. Two thumbs up. Yeah, two, definitely two thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, spend, spend the extra few bucks and uh, grab a bottle of Angel's Envy. Mm-hmm. It's not angels and envy, which I thought the longest time because there's like a little underline in the S. That was like Spanish. Well, it just looked like like a bad like and symbol oh, to me. An ampersand. Is that what it's called? What they call and and percent. Ampersand. So you just learned something new today. I'm learning. I'm learning about chickens, and I'm learning about amps, 
and uh, whatever he, whatever he just said, sand, ants. <laughs> sand, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, esprit de corps, things like that. I get it. I get it. I like esprit yeah. de corps. <laughs> so, talking about Angel's Envy, um, two thumbs up for sure. Respond us to. Uh, we were talking about topics that go along with Angel's Envy, of course, Angel's and Infinity Bottles and whatever else. But I said, talking about Angel's and Infinity. I said to myself. I said to myself, self, I got something to say. Myself <laughs> said, what you got to say? Then I said to myself, self, I'll remember. All right. You know, it's just enough with the like angel, the fake angel music because like, we, don't, we don't actually know. I like my angel music. It's stupid. It's annoying. It's starting to bother me. Fine. I need to drink more. Fine. So I'll shut off the angel let's music move on. for you. I'll shut move it on. off. Okay. Um, yeah, that's better. Talking about dying. What, what do you mean, what about dying? What happens? Why do all different cultures do all different stuff with, the, with their dead? Why doesn't everybody do the same thing? They, don't they all just throw them in the ground, call they it a day? They don't all throw them in the ground, no. Well, they I do. mean, some have like the mausoleums and, or uh, what do they call like, Cremated, cremated burn, mausoleums. Burn them. Isn't that like, like burning something bad? I don't know. Maybe the smoke goes up to the sky as an offering to the sun god or something. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's an interesting point because, like, every culture has like their own way of like burying or like honoring the dead, or yeah. their own like thought on like what it means to die and like the afterlife. Like, what do they do in Africa? Oh, man, you had that ready. <laughs> I mean, it was like are, you were just there. What do they do in Africa? Why are you saying it all aggressive like that to I me? I don't know, because I want to know. What do you mean? Um, I don't know. I mean, Africa is not a country, um, for those that don't know. It's a continent. Continent. Is it consonant? <laughs> not like a vowel? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, some people may think it's a country in another place. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, Africa. It's, uh, what is it, like 50-something countries? Africa, isn't it in Asia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was there once. Like, no, no, you weren't. I think you were. No, no, I swear to God. We drove there. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, no, you didn't. I mean, it's, uh, what, billion people? A I whole, mean, whole bunch. And a which lot is of, like the population of like one city in China. But and a lot of desert. Yeah, it's deserted. But, but as you can hear, they're still real happy. They are. You know, because it's, it's perspective. Oh, I live in the desert in the sand. Nothing grows out here. Oh, you know what we need? Nothing's going to grow out here. The ra- the rain's down in Africa. Toto? Yeah. yeah. So what do they do with the dead? Um, They do- bury them. That's it? Yeah. So they believe that they have to have like a proper funeral and burial. Otherwise, they, the dead would roam as like wandering ghosts. Ooh, could you yeah. imagine that? Like, yeah. And the dead are supposed to like help the, the living in in the afterlife, like not as ghosts, but as like spirits. And if they're ghosts, then it's like a bad thing. They can't help, and you know they're like assholes. And, you know, like they push you know you know things off the table and things. They like become that. poltergeists. Yeah, I don't even like to talk about it. it. Creeps me out. So if you didn't bury <laughs> grandma the right way, she's gonna come back and fling dishes out of your cupboard. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I don't know if they have cupboards everywhere in Africa. <laughs> Can you can you put cupboards like in a hut? They got huts. What do they have there? They have, right, I don't right. think you can like drill into the wall. They have like the out, I mean maybe lower. They have like cabinets, out, like 
outhouses, like bathhouses? I mean, it depends where, where in Africa, but I mean, if you, if you want to be completely racist, <laughs> no, they don't have cupboards. <laughs> Nothing to do with racist. I just want to know. They live in a desert, for God's sake. There, well, I mean, there, there are, are tribes cities in Africa in like, that are very primitive. But yeah, but, but generally speaking, I mean, it's a very poor continent. So, Like with the feed the children thing? Yeah, with the flies and... With the flies and everything? Quashimoto. Here's what I want to know. Whatever it's, is the Kawasaki? Is the camera guy like snacking on a Danish while he's filming <laughs> the with the flies on? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, there's some like Northern European like camera crew, and they're all like fat and like <laughs> sweaty. The kids getting hungry just from the smell of the guy's bo. Yeah, they have, it smells like onions. Yeah, they have like umbrellas because it's so hot, and like the sun is baking them. Oh, uh, what's his, one of the uh, Jamie Fox? Did that, uh, what was it, the uh, Cassius Clay, uh, Muhammad Ali yeah. movie, and he said he went to Africa, and he was like, it was like, the smell just hit my face so hard, because it's just so ripe there. Really? I don't know if that's completely true, but that's, you know, he's a comedian, so. Oh, I think there's a lot of B.O., probably a lot of crotch rot over there. <laughs> You're covered it's with flies, you, you can't smell too good. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, you ever seen, like, the lions? There's just, like, flies everywhere. Yeah. Like the rhinos and stuff. Because well, they just shit everywhere. Well, they stink too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, so anyways, did you ever see the, the movie Babies? No. It's a documentary about like 10 different countries and how they, they have kids and raise them in those different countries, including the U.S. and the U.K. And there was one in Africa. It was an African <clears throat> tribe. And the lady had the baby. The, everybody's naked, right? So yep. the, she's the baby on her leg. The baby shits on her leg. And she, like, scrapes it off with a corn cob. <laughs> like it's no big deal. And I'm like, no wonder you're covered with flies. Yeah. Here, you would be, like, running around yeah, screaming. you'd be like, oh, like, my God, yeah. you got shit on. No, yeah. there, she's, like, scraped it with a corn cob, keep on Just going. moving on. Moving on. Eating them with the other hand. <laughs> oh, oh, wrong hand. So. And you're, and down, so I don't think the flies are really that much of a concern. No. <laughs> no. Um, oh, it oh, says God. here that the, uh, the funerals tend to be very colorful, lively, and elaborate. Because they they feel like the, the the bigger you do it, then like the better the better results. I kind of I mean, I guess when you're dead, you're dead, but uh, you're, you're better dead. Same thing when you go to some of these funerals in like you know the inner city and communities like Harlem or whatever, and you you get a lot of the same the wailing and the yeah. rolling around on the floor and screaming and yelling and stuff. Where you see that a lot in a lot of like you know Baptist funerals or whatever. True, probably carries on well, from it's that not, tradition you know, from. Yeah, I mean, is it like a tradition? Is it a religious thing? Is it a cultural thing? Like, it's it probably a combination of this. But looking with that point, um, death in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So Muslim funerals the, the saying the same thing, that uh, it's uh, it's part of the culture to show emotion openly, often screaming, crying. Like, it says they're slapping their faces and just being, like, very, like, outgoing and just slap the mic. Um, did. Like he was getting very, yeah. Uh, like the more you show it uh, around, then the more it counts. I guess I don't know. Hmm. What is really? this music? It's Middle Eastern. Gates of Arabia. <laughs> Shut up! It's Middle Eastern. <laughs> Arabia is in Middle Eastern, right? So Lawrence of so, Arabia. So they feel that they need to like scream and yell and carry on and all that, yeah. all that stuff. Like, is yep. that part of the religious thing or just a cultural thing? Uh, it doesn't say. It says that's what they do. Could you so imagine? it could be could be either or. Can you imagine being at like a Middle Eastern funeral? But what is it? I mean, I gotta tell you, I've, I, I've seen some distraught Muslims, and I don't know per se what it was for, but yeah, they, I think it's probably just cultural. 
Sounds about right. I have too, and they were they were like out of control. I mean, like I feel- grieving. Like found out that grandpa was dead. Okay, running around, kicking doors, just screaming, nothing, screaming, mm-hmm. just gibberish. Yeah, grabbing people and just yelling at them on the way. And it's like, probably it's problem, probably a learned you know? thing because you've seen yeah. it growing up, and that's I mean, you know, that's what your parents did. It's like weird. Thing. It's like well, but cultural relativity. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it's very normal. It's weird in that to culture, us, but not in my culture. But yeah, I mean, there's billions of people that do that, and so something that do the Italians do it, David? Are they very no. elaborate with that? Are they very? Well, I feel like the Italians are a lot more vocal than most no. other Europeans. Because most Italians are Roman Catholic, so the Roman Catholic oh, okay, yeah, service yeah. is very solemn and quiet, and yeah, you know, songs and sniffles and whatever else and whatever. Well, but, it makes me think of uh, how we handle death in North America. Mm-hmm. Is we, we just don't. We don't. We don't talk about it. No, 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 no. No, you do not talk about Nana like that. We do not talk about her anymore. She's dead. <laughs> Nana's no dead. Longer, or they can't even say that. It's like, she's no longer with us. She, yeah. Shh, Nana's she's not. She's sleeping. <laughs> she's we don't discuss her anymore. Discuss her. hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like. Like, why is that? Why is it such like a taboo in America to like not speak of the dead? Discuss it. Yeah. Is like everything taboo for us? You have that conversation when, the, when the grandma died and you're like, you know, do you think grandma went to heaven? You know, and it's not even like like they're like, you know, well, let's talk about it. It's like, do you think grandma went to heaven? Oh, no. <laughs> we don't talk about grandma. Grandma's gone on to another place. Yeah. We don't speak of her anymore. It's like if you say something, then it's going to like put bad juju or on her yeah. soul or something like that. If you want to which talk is, about grandma, you better do it with a medium. Which is, oh, <laughs> which is like a Catholic thing, though, because you pray for the dead, right? You pray for the dead, and it's like, you know... You throw for, a Hail Mary so they can get past the pearly gate or something? The souls of the faithfully departed, and let's pray for them and stuff. Excuse but me? The souls of the faithfully departed. Or departed. So they're departed. Not, yeah. <laughs> Imparted. They're, yeah. They're but it's like dead. They're departed. But it's like, you know... Yeah, it's like, you know, they, they've gone on. They, you never say, yeah, they're dead. But you know why? Because in America, does that make it too real? Most of well, with, with the, the, the Catholic or Christian faith, anyway, it, it's the belief in um, heaven. So therefore, they say this person's soul goes on to a better place. So they're not really gone. A yeah. lot of religions, once you're dead, they think you're dead. That's it. There's no existence. For or you. the best saying, they went to a better place. Because that makes you feel better about it. That that grandma just got hit by a, a 18 wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a better place. She's in a better place. Like she's Nor- no longer in pain. Norm McDonald <laughs> said know that, that about his dad. Uh-huh. And uh he's he's like uh he, he said uh um he's talking about his dad. His dad had a heart attack. Yeah. And uh he's like, yeah, I found a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> he's like, so I found it. People always try to make you feel better when you feel like dying. So they said, you know. He goes, normally he said, uh, well, he's in a better place. He said, in a better place, he's on the floor. <laughs> he's like, I'm sure that uh, he's probably a lot more comfortable an hour ago when he was sleeping on a new Tempur-Pedic pillow I bought him for Christmas. <laughs> when his when his heart uh, attacked him. <laughs> so oh, he or, or they talk about, like, he didn't feel any pain. He died instantly. Like, they told that? us about the uh, the space shuttle. That blew up when I was a kid. Then we found out for we real they suffered for like like minutes. They, they were, were burning alive. Audio of them screaming on the way down, burning alive while they were while they were coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they they're in a quickly. better place. 
Maybe not. So, uh, a better place during the ocean. <laughs> well, they had to fish them out. Forecast over over Cape Canaveral, partly cloudy with a chance of scattered shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he goes. <laughs> It is. It's bad. It's wrong on so many levels. So it's funny because uh, Nick, who was on our podcast a few uh, a few ones ago, um, we always joke about that. Like he'll be like, uh, you know, oh so and so, did you see in the news like some celebrity passed away or whatever, or you know, like hey, someone I know from work or you know, and we're morbid. So instantly, the other person has to say, well, they're in a better place. Yeah, it's like followed with a dot 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 too soon. <laughs> Because we know we're being like right, facetious about exactly. It. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, so yeah, so that was uh, yeah. We, so we we went over the Americas, uh, Mexico, Mexico. Because that's an interesting one. Mexico is very is very interesting. Yeah. So how what do they do in Mexico? Anyway? Uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, mariachi. <laughs> ah, mariachi band with the big hats. <laughs> One guy with a little guitar, one guy with a big guitar. It's pretty cool. You uh, have a, why do you have to have the big guitars? I am the skinny one. So you got the trumpets and play the trumpets for me. So Sorry. are you going to keep doing that? Are you looking for a sausage? Sausage? <laughs> Is she sausage fest? Or sausage party? No. With all the, the it was a, uh, uh, you was never it, saw sausage party, por- or you were it back was to the gay porn so, again. So so inappropriate, but it was about a bunch of like like shopping like grocery store items, and they came to life. This doesn't even make any sense. It was one of the dirtiest, most inappropriate movies. It's hysterical. like a cartoon. It, yeah, it was an, it was hysterical. And there's a oh. bottle of tequila that's always drunk, <laughs> and they're looking for naturally. Me. And he's like, "Excuse me, are you looking for a sausage?" <laughs> Oh, that sounds You've good. never seen no. sausage? No. We have to watch it. Anyway, so I have to watch it. Go on. So, Day of the Mexico, Dead. Day of the Dead. Um, Skulls, flowers, pretty colors. It's a time to remember, honor, and celebrate those who have passed, mm-hmm. a.k.a. died. Uh, so AKA they AKA went on to a better place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no longer with us. So they put like mar- <laughs> they put like marigolds and Departed. <laughs> they have to put up the pictures and stuff like that. And so they can cross over to the bridge and visit them on this day. Really? Day of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the coolest holidays, uh, which I actually learned is not uh, Cinco de Mayo. It's actually November. I think it's like November 2nd or something <coughs> like that. Early Cinco November. de Mayo is? No. Day of the Dead. I thought it was the same holiday. No, November 1st. Day of the Dead is November 1st, 2nd. November 1st? Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to have to enjoy that pretty soon. Maybe we'll Should we do a Day of the Dead podcast if we can get to it because we're going to do halloween next week maybe we can do day of the dead after that week Why after not? that we'll l- really be a little, few days later we'll research it in depth yeah and talk about it yeah yeah it seems like that would be pretty cool oh, absolutely um and apparently so in mexico uh they don't bury their dead there's like in those little mausoleums like they're above above ground so there's mm-hmm. like little like like tombstone looking things that are stacked on top of each other and they hang out in the cemeteries and like decorate them with the flowers and pictures and Pinatas. I don't know, I'm making that part up. Um, you gotta hang those. But they, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess some, some people hung. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, and they hang out and party in the graveyard. It's like some a, of them sleep there in the Philippines too. It's, nobody's buried in the ground. They're all like. I think it's because I guess it's like the, a the, wet area. When the graveyards, I think, are overpopulated. There's like people buried on top of people. So they're stacking them? I don't know if they're, I'm not sure, but I, I think I read something about that. There was also, I don't know if it was also in the Philippines. I can't remember what country it was where they, they like keep the bodies 
of like the grandparents, whatever. Like in the house? They, they keep them. They don't, I guess they don't bury them. And then like once a year, they have this festival where they take the dead bodies like they were alive again and they hang out with them and they dress them and all this. I can't remember what oh, country it was where they do God. that. Yeah, we're going to have to look that up. Like uh, little, like what's the little things on the strings? Little like puppets? A, like a marionette? A marionette. But I mean, they, they, they dress them. Hey, they, there's Pappy. They, they, it's like weekend, it's like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> but but they're like all rotten and everything. And they, and they, they do this every year, Like mummies. Kind of, yeah, and I can't remember what culture it was that does that. But why they, do? Why have I never heard of that? I don't that know. Sounds ridiculous. It's crazy. But huh. um, yeah, it was it was it was nuts. So, but go on. I'm yeah, what I mean, what other cool, different uh, Viking like the Norse? Oh yeah, didn't the, the Norse? I mean, you see it in the movies and stuff. But what's the true? What they actually do with their dead? Um, I don't know. You don't do know. You know? I mean, all I know is that they. I know there was a big thing with water being buried on the water. So that's or being so that's sent so, off okay. to Valhalla. All right, now I see what water. you're saying. Um, that is something that you see in the movies, and that's just for like the very prominent people. So like your you know town leaders and your you know warriors and things like that. Those that have means, like you gotta have some money because they take a ship and they load it with all their goods and stuff like that and send it off and burn it. Yeah, they they light it on fire. Yeah. And that's how they would ascend to Valhalla or wherever they were going. Yep. Or wherever they're going. Or that's the idea, right? Kooky land. Yeah. Apparently they die and they party. I like it. They drink they, and they wear their they drink with the gods. They wear hats with the horns on them. Yep. Then they tip their hat and the horns are still on their head. And with that. Like, yeah. Are, they, are like the ponytails part of the hat? They take it off. <laughs> I think it's a pretty interesting culture. Well, the Norse culture? Yeah. I think it's pretty badass culture. Yeah. It's like. Viking. It's like, yeah, they're big dudes. Yeah, Magnuson von Magnuson, Magnus von Magnuson. Magnuson von Magnuson. Is he the? Is he the dude He's that? He's a like, strong man. He, oh, Magnuson. Yeah, I knew. I know who you're talking. Like about. he won like six or ten times. What about the dude that was in the Game of Thrones? He's like six foot eight, and he's like th- oh, four hundred yeah. pounds, and he's jacked. Yeah, he's another Rolo. Like, his name's like 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 Schmugnuts or whatever, and it's like he's <laughs> oh, they have the best names. He's ever. also Norse as well. Yeah, he's just a huge. That was a really good series, Game of Thrones. No, uh, Vikings. You know, I never I got into it, and then I stopped watching it. But I wa- I watched Game of Thrones start to finish. I was like addicted to it. I I I just that was okay. It. I was uh, I it was Game good. It was just underwhelming i think it got too much hype no i thought it was good okay. i thought the end of it was underwhelming okay like the way it ended i, was I like, didn't get to the end i got to where like they had like the dragons hatched and like that was cool where the chick all of a sudden commanded all these like slave warriors and stuff and they followed her and then she's got dragons and if you have an opportunity to watch the rest of it do it because it got really i don't know good where i left off with like the the, the the ice king and stuff like that at the end it was it was pretty good anyway I digress. Yeah, but uh, what? Sorry, about- I thought you were talking about the Viking, the Viking show that I mentioned, like Rolo, because he's like the the main guy's brother, and he was like this giant, like Norse dude. I think most of them are Scandinavian, most of the actors, so they kind of fit the role. Oh, who was the uh, the, the the main Viking in Vikings? The the young guy, the young guy uh, what, Bjorn. What was his name? Bjorn. No, no, it was. Uh, I don't know. Really? Yeah, you I don't know. remember? You love the series. I remember. You're on Ironside. No. I don't know. Vikings? Yeah. Ragnar Lothbrok. Oh, well, I thought, well, you said the young guy. He was, he was the young guy. He was younger. 
Yeah, like in season one. Right. But then he has like That's kids. The only, and then his, I, the only season I watched. Oh. Because he has like. He was young when I remember kids, him. And then his kids are grown up and then he dies. and He was young when I remembered him. Now you're going like to tell me he died. Now you're going to ruin man. it for me? Yeah. No, I'm not even going to watch it. Listen. I'm not going to watch it. Forget it. No, I don't right. want to watch it anymore. I don't care. So to ruin it and not ruin it at the same time, everybody dies in the Viking movie or the Viking show. Really? So. Oh, you can use to watch buy, it. They're all, gonna, they're all going to die eventually. I'm not going to bother them. That's what they do. Oh, forget it. They're they Vikings, throw axes. They, die. they pillage. Okay. Yeah. It's a very good series. So we know they send people on ships and burn them. Go to Valhalla. Yeah. And I also guess like if you vanquished. I, wanna, I would love to go there. If you, you vanquished vanquish, vanquish, mm, vanquish a Viking warrior or whatever, you had to. they had to hold on to their sword. If you took their sword away, it was a way to take away their, they, they couldn't go to Valhalla. Really? If you killed them without them being able to hold on to their sword or their axe or whatever, they wouldn't go to Valhalla. What that if, was a belief. What if they use an axe instead? Same thing. Okay. Like like the guy. So their be, weapon. Like they'd be on the ground and you'd be ready to kill them. They'd be like, just you know, please let me have my axe. So I need to hold, I need to have uh, it so, okay. I can go, so I can go to Valhalla. That's why they do like the, like they kneel and they put their head down. Yeah, like and they, it was a respect. Hey, you thing can kill me, but amongst warriors, it okay. was like here, here's your sword. I'll send. I'll send you to Valhalla. And it was like if you. If you didn't, it was a sign of disrespect. Like, this guy's a scumbag. I'm going to kick his sword out of the way, and I'm going to stab him in the heart. Yeah. And then it felt that they went to, like, a purgatory that they, that they, then they had to be. Well, it's almost like they embraced death. Yeah, like they knew like they, they were weren't die. afraid of it. Everyone dies, and that was the honorable way to yeah. go. Send me to Valhalla. It's like they were. It's going to be awesome. It almost seemed like some of them were looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, they didn't have any family. The family was all dead or killed. So all they had was themselves. Di- and- died of a toothache. Yeah. I died from a rotten tooth. Got into hey, my brain. Went to a better place. Went to a better place. That's all place. that matters. <laughs> uh, what else we got? What so about, we're, up, we're up in that area. What, what about uh, Asia? Uh, what are they do in Asia? I don't know, like Asian things? How'd you research this, Steve? <laughs> um, Hindu, Islam. That's not Asia. Confucianism, Buddhism. Buddhism. The They're Buddha- all Asian, David. What do the Buddhists do? Buddhist things. I don't know what Buddhists do. Like the like the monks. They go to like to some... It's not like, oh, this is great. Crank, th- crank that up. So, uh, Buddhists in particular, they do uh, Tibetan sky burials. I know that. Ooh, what's that? So it's kind of like the Viking where they build this platform... Like up in the mountains, and they put the body on there, and they just leave it for the vultures to eat. <laughs> That's what a great send off. Where's it's like, grandma? It's like, hey, oh, I have a piece of her over there. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> Eyeball like, lands between his feet. Oh, there's another part of her over there. The vultures must not be hungry. Oh, we get, we got them all the way up this mountain. What do we do? I don't know. I'm too tired. Just leave them here. Just let's let's get, the vultures hungry. They're dead already. We're not. They're not going to know. Right, they ain't going to get any deader. <laughs> Apparently, that's how they get to where they need to go. The vultures take them further into sky, and they go into their soul goes to paradise. Apparently, Daddy, what we do to Grandma? We take Grandma up mountain to put her on platform. Then what, Daddy? Then we let vulture eat her eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a Buddhist tradition. Okay, so I I can't argue with that. Oh, I guess uh, not. But I mean, saying Chinese funerals are full of like uh, superstition and rituals. A lot of superstition in the Chinese culture. Yeah. So, you know, if you didn't follow the right ritual or rules, then 
all goes to hell. Really? Yep. Uh, Korean funerals. Uh, it's Confucianism. They say that they uh, they keep the cremated beads in their home as a unique unique way to unique New York. <laughs> unique New York. It's so hard to say. A unique. I can't say it. Unique. <laughs> so they cremate their relatives and then they make beads out of their ashes. Yeah. And then what do they do with them? They keep, keep them at home. Keep them in the home. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a rosary bead. They keep it as like honoring. Like, hey, there's grandma. So it's like it's a string of the beads wall. hanging on a bedpost, and that's grandma. Yeah, just don't don't mix up your beads. Man, I like grandma's ribs. Because <laughs> I picture like big beads. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Big beads. Hey, like, you want to go up a size? Like like dung beetle beads. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. Yeah, right? well, that's yep. wild. But talking about white people. <laughs> What? What's the one thing? <laughs> Wait, what? Asia. Asia. They're more whiter than everybody else. You know, like lighter skin. And I'm talking about white people oh, leads me the last but not my least. God. What's the first thing you Are always really hear about going here? when you hear about celebrations? Irish funerals. I've never been to one. You haven't? No. Well, I mean, I'm Irish, but I'm like not that kind, not that kind of Irish. So Irish funeral. Yeah. Tell me I, about it. I I've a lot of drinking. Hell yeah. <clears throat> From what I understand, it was the Irish custom that when somebody dies, um, that they get together at the funeral. Okay. And they have to drink all the liquor in, in the waking room, the, the wake room where the they wake. have the body. Oh, okay. And they, they it's a customary. They have to finish all of the booze in the house before they can leave. Like, oh, crap. I thought... I thought more people were coming. Right, exactly. So they have to fit. <laughs> what are we going to do with well, all this? They got to drink all the booze in the house. We're going to die. <laughs> so what did you hear about the Irish funeral where people are drunk and they get into fights and everything? Oh, nice. Because that was the customary was that they would have they would have to finish all the booze really? in the house. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they would celebrate the person. And yeah, and I've seen like, uh, you know, people have Irish funerals where like the guy was like stood up in, in the coffin. The dead guy? Like he was like leaned up against the wall in the coffin, and like they'd pose him or whatever or whatever, and then they would just you know, there's a, put his dick in his hand. It'll be funny. <laughs> Let's take a picture with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's jerking off. We'll all smile and laugh at him. <laughs> we'll grab the corners of his mouth like he's smiling. <laughs> there's a song uh, called uh, um, Finnegan's Wake. Not Finnegan's Wake. Not Tim Finnegan's Wake. It was uh, 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 Patty Mur- Patty Murphy's Wake. Okay. And it's hysterical, and they're talking about how they, you know, they dumped all, they took all the ice off the body and the and they put it on a beer to keep it cold. Some of those like traditional <laughs> songs. Do you know any of them? Patty Murphy's Wake. It's called. It's hysterical. Can you sing any of them? Uh, what? Any like the Irish things? Well, the Patty Murphy's Wake. They they talked about uh, you know the night that Patty Murphy died, a night I'll never forget. All the all the bus got roaring drunk, and some ain't sober yet, and it just keeps going That's on. So great. Um, that's good culture right there. Yeah, O'Leary came with his bagpipe, and the music started to play. And then they saw Mrs. Mrs. Finnegan or uh, uh, Mrs. Murphy's crying in the corner, and they turned all the clocks back so she didn't know what time it was. They keep drinking. <laughs> they took the ice oh, off. Of the, they took the ice off the corpse, and they put it all in the beer to keep it cold. She didn't know. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's awesome. Oh, that's so great. But uh, so that was the whole thing with the Irish funeral. Well, that's a nice way to go out. Yeah, it is a, a nice party. Way to go. Absolutely, you absolutely. Know? Celebrate their life rather than. Yeah, have fun and say, Not hey, talk about yeah, it. it was great knowing them when they were here. We'll see them again one day, hopefully, and let's have a drink and salute and toast them. So what if happens you were a Muslim in Ireland? Hmm. How does that work? Like if you, you know, had different cultures. If you're a Muslim in Ireland, would you... Like they have to wail and drink? 
Well, would you wail, but then if you got drunk enough, you'd stop wailing? <laughs> or do you get worse? Like, you're, you're like, ah, la, 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 la. Yeah. like, what if happens to you were like half and half? Like, I just, dumb, random thought, but. I don't know. <laughs> do you, you know, like if, you know, dad was from one country, mom was from the other country, and you, you know, you had mixed culture. It's kind of interesting. Like, yeah. You know, I would, I want to know. These how, are the things I want to know. How would the music go at your funeral? <laughs> <laughs> do you do like. Like a group of songs, like two and then two, and I think you mix like, them up. Maybe you combine them, like two. Do you get know. a good DJ, or do you, <laughs> like, you get yeah. a live band? You just have like a fiddler and somebody with a like with a sitar. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that aside, <laughs> that's such a random thought. But you yeah. gonna you gonna you gonna pour the last of that bottle and glass there? Oh no, um, no no! Save that for the infinity bottle. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, we're Ooh. just uh, we're kicking this uh, Angel's Envy. We had we had two bottles here, so uh, this one is done minus one shot, and uh, we are going to save this for our Infinity bottle. Why don't you tell us what an Infinity oh, bottle okay. is, Stephen? Yeah, um, you don't know. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> Go on. It's such a great movie. It was an way. awesome movie. Yeah. Go ahead. Is that a little Star Wars in there? No, no. It's oh, just, okay. just Buzz Lightyear. Sounded like a, one of those uh, X-Wing flying by. Mm, Buzz Lightyear was buzzing. That's all. Yeah, so basically uh, I have a decanter and you know a glass bottle, an empty bottle. And as I finish a bottle of bourbon or whiskey, I, the last shot goes in the infinity bottle. So every bottle adds a different whiskey to it. And the theory is like it'll never end because you know you can take a glass here and there, but you're always adding to it. So, let me ask you this: Yeah, do you put anything in the infinity bottle? No, I try Rye, to, Irish whiskey, bourbon doesn't matter what you have; you just dump it in there. Or do you definitely not it? Irish whiskey. So I try to keep it in the bourbon family. What's wrong with the Irish? You got a problem with the Irish? Now? I don't love Irish whiskey. You hear and, that? And it just you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Just, just so I don't know. I I any, enjoy any, some any of it. Ginger out there that hears this, Steve yeah. hates Irishman. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I really love rye. So, like, I'll do, like, a high rye mash bill, but, like, as long as it's in the bourbon family, that's where I try to keep to it, just so there's not too many different flavors. Okay. Because it, it could probably ruin the flavor profile. If yeah, you I wouldn't, like, throw, whiskey. like, a rye and then, like, then an Irish whiskey and then, you know, like, I don't know, something something weird in there. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. like a scotch. I wouldn't do that because I just think it's going to throw the flavor it's off. It's going to throw it way off, I think, because yeah. there's way too much going on. Yeah, just keep it keep it in the bourbon and we'll just see. And then you just, you know, as it starts to fill, you, you know, take a take a glass out here and there and, you know, sample and see how it's just an ever-changing. Flavor profile changes every time you yeah. pour something else in. You know, if someone comes over, hey, let me, let's have a glass of the Infinity. I like, like it. Like, hey, you know, bring, if you're going to finish a bottle, bring it over. We'll finish the bottle. We'll have a little bit, and we'll add to it. We'll add to it. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. So yeah. Now, so that's project one. Yeah, project two has to do with the barrels, right? Yeah. So I got uh, two uh, mini barrels. We'll call them. They're uh, two liter barrels. So uh, little bitty barrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're so small. You're not rolling them. You're not rolling. You're kicking them across the room. Yeah, they're they're like little guys. Oh really? Um. So the Industry standard is a 53-gallon drum, so like a, yeah, big, big, big barrel. 
And one of those barrels, we're starting with just a bottom of the shelf uh, whiskey. It's a bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's Buffalo Trace, so it's a uh, benchmark. Yep. I don't know if you've heard of it. I mean, we've tried like Ezra Brooks and a couple other bottom shelf ones, and I, I think we land on that as the best one. And basically, what we're going to do is put it in this little barrel, and we're going to age it. And they say because of the small barrel size, there's more surface area for the the whiskey to contact, so it'll age faster. Hmm, okay. So you know, one year equals one year in the industry standard barrel, but with a smaller barrel, one year equals six years. And they're already charred, so they're going to pick up all the same flavors as they would with the bigger barrels, but just much faster. So we're gonna we're gonna give it a year and see how it comes out. And that has to do with the surface area, right, of the liquid that's touching the edges of the barrel. Yeah. In a smaller barrel, the surface area is a lot more. Yeah. Okay. We you know, There is some idea that it may get a little too smoky, so we're going to sample it throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, probably sample that a little bit just to make sure it's... Every three months, maybe. Try yeah. a little bit, make sure it doesn't yeah, get see too... How it, yeah, we don't want to, you know, make it like a lumber yard. Yeah. You don't want to taste too oaky. Yep. I like that. Yeah, and then the uh, second barrel, we're actually doing a whistle pig piggyback. So a rye barrel and yeah. a bourbon barrel. Yep. I yeah. like that. So rye's got a little, and then piggyback's already a six year. And so we're going to, I don't know how long we're going to age it, but we're going to, same thing, we're going to try it out and see how it turns out. I mean, we're actually finishing the, the piggyback. So the the barrel that I got has rum already in it. So it was cured with rum. We'll get a rum cask finish for the whistle pig. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah, so uh, Whistle Pig is like a great brand because ryes are really fun to work with. They they get a lot of complex flavors and they do all sorts of wild things with their Whistle Pigs and mm-hmm. you know, they're they're pretty pricey. So we got their their bottom of the shelf, which is mid range, I would I would guess, uh, and we're just doing a rum cask finish and see how they're gonna how it's gonna finish off. Which is pretty funny because they just released their new uh, Boss Hog Eight, mm-hmm. I believe. And it's a it's aged or finished with a uh, Filipino rum. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd like to try that. Yeah, for five hundred bucks, you can. Okay, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> like they actually price their stuff what it should be instead of having like these like allocated bottles that are really hard to find. Mm-hmm. They just price it what they think it should be. No, I, I, so, I mean, hey, whatever. You know, if you're willing to pay that, then great. You know, yeah, probably so have a we, limited number of bottles they put out. Yeah, but, you know, we, we took a $45 bottle and we threw it in there, and we're going to do it a rum cast finish and, you know, see if, you know, age it maybe a year and see if it, you know, tastes like they're 12, 10 or 12 year. I can't wait. Yeah. I kind of want to fast forward time and, yeah. you know, whatever. Hey, okay. well, we have lots to drink until then, so. So not going to really worry about it no. much? Nope. <laughs> well, that's great. These two projects are going to be fun. We're going to keep you up to date on them as we yeah, I mean, Carry them we on. may throw in some more barrels as as the time comes. You know, we, we may, may do up. an episode from the infinity from the infinity bottle. Yeah, that's and a good just idea. just sip on that. Yeah, we'll we'll find some uh, bottles that we're about ready to finish. We'll add and we'll uh, we'll drink from there. Just sip them. I like that. To infinity beyond and beyond. So should we move on? No. Okay. I like talking about this. All right, that's cool. We can keep talking about it. Okay. We'll just beat this dead horse until it can't get any deader. Yeah. Let's talk about the big dick care of the week. Oh. Yeah. My dick like it. The Mississippi River. My dick ass your bitch was for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Wow. <laughs> every time. The size oh no. Oh, oh god, every time. Right, right in the, the kidney. Right, <laughs> right in the puss. <laughs> in the puss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here he goes. <laughs> yeah, he just went off the cliff. <laughs> In the fuss. <laughs> oh, anyway, man. who was our big dick hero of the week, Steve? Uh, it's Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yep. Really? Yeah, so uh, the whole idea behind this is kind of a stretch, but we were talking about aging and blending, and then I was trying to figure out someone we can talk about. And, I, and his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. You knew no, it was coming. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's the whole point. Every time. <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, my initial thought was Sir Mix-a-Lot. I thought that was kind of like too easy, too obvious. Yeah, it is. And then I was like, hey, what about like people that aged well? Because we're talking about aging things. And I don't really want to talk about pretty celebrities. Right. But I found a, another important person who acts, who happens to be mixed. Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Yeah, that's it. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves is the uh, Ted Logan of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Dudes, you guys are going to go back in time. Yeah. You are going to have the most excellent adventure through history. Do you have something for everything I'm going to say? <laughs> I don't know. I might. <laughs> uh, Jack from Speed. Oh, yeah. Jack from Speed. Yep. For, uh, with the bus yep. thing. Yep. Yeah. You already did Neo from Matrix. What about John Wick? People keep asking <laughs> if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your yeah. son, or you can die screaming alongside him. Ooh. Good Lord. Do you have the... Uh, I don't. I don't have anything more. you have the mis- <laughs> Mr. Henderson? <laughs> Mr. Henderson. Uh, oh, go on. <laughs> so Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. uh, Canadian, but he was born in Beirut um, to a Hawaiian and Chinese mom and dad. Really? Yeah, so he's mixed. That's the cool mean, name, Keanu. You know what? I like that. Yeah. I didn't realize that. He's part Hawaiian, right? Yep. Didn't know that either. You got some Hawaiian music? No. Oh, that's too bad. So, I don't know. I thought he was a... I've, he's always been one of my favorite actors because he just seems like one of the few celebrities that's like kind of down to earth, humble, charitable, not like your your typical douche nozzles. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. He's I hear he's very philanthropic. Wow. Ooh. Wow. He's a philanthropist. Wow. So, he mm-hmm. is into guys named Phil? No. <laughs> Come on, Sammy. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Philanthropist, Phil Throats. That's why they call him philanthropists. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I, just, I just came out of nowhere. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. You, you you're like you're like stroking a bottle over there. Yeah, well, it's a bottle. <laughs> it is a bottle, you're true. Yeah. Anyways, um very I, very philanthropic. I guess yeah. he from what I understand, the the when he did the Matrix. He donated seventy percent of his, uh, his cash of his net earnings from the Matrix to charities, yeah. and he didn't publicize it at all. He doesn't publicize any of the stuff he does. So apparently, he's giving all the time. Yeah, and you never hear about it. Nope. But I did happen to find a website when I was doing some research, and it was kind of like it sounded a lot like the Bill Murray stories of like, "Hey, I was out at the bar, and Bill Murray showed up." But this was like, "Hey, I was walking down the street, and I saw Keanu Reeves like." Helping out some homeless person. Yeah, like giving him his shoes. Yeah, it's just like random things. Like he like takes public transportation. He rides yep. the bus. He doesn't yep. drive a Ferrari and shit. He rides the bus. Yep. He's like just so humble, and that's awesome. I mean, 
it's cool to see some that that's still in the world, especially yeah. somebody who's achieved that level of stardom, that they still remember their roots and they're very, very humble. Well, because he's given their, it all away, success. so he doesn't have all that craziness to well, bother well, with. There should be way more people like him out there. Yeah. He's not worried about the Ferrari and the mansion. He's no. just living his life. What happened to the last guy worried about the Ferrari? He wrapped it around a tree and ended up burning up. Which guy was that? It's been a long day <laughs> without you, my friend. I think it was a Porsche. Whatever. There's some <laughs> car that was too small to fit a human. <laughs> uh, that would be a Ferrari. It'd be or a Lamborghini. A Lamborghini. Ben in one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Steve saw the picture, got really mad. On that note, let's finish this podcast. He's like, people pay, people pay to take those for a ride. I'm, I'm like, done here. Really? This is stupid. This is great. Let's go. <laughs> what? Oh, let's, let's get go. out of here. So, Ke- so Keanu Reeves also, um, like in the John Wick movies, yep. Keanu Reeves actually trained jiu-jitsu, different forms of martial arts, and did all of his own fighting scenes. Really? Which I think is awesome. I mean, he he's very like, he's like, hey, if I'm going to learn how to do this, I'm not going to use a stunt double. I want to be able to do it. But so does Tom Cruise. But he's yeah, a, but Tom but Cruise. He's a douchebag. Keanu Reeves hasn't had a meltdown on national TV about Scientology and all that crap. I've heard a lot of bad things about Tom Cruise. I have no. Not too many about. I don't have heard anything about Keanu Reeves. I mean, I am going to go see the new Top Gun because I think the visual oh, effects are awesome. Be insane. But not for Tom Cruise. I want to go see it because I want to see the 2022 visual effects in the movie. They were actually in the fighter planes flying them. Yeah. They interviewed Tom Cruise and and he said any of the actors that were part of the whatever they had to go up with fighter pilots and they needed to be able to understand the maneuvers because I guess when they videotaped the flight scenes, the camera is in the back of the F eighteen. There's yep. a Navy pilot flying it. Yeah, but the actors acting like they're flying it, but they're doing all the actual maneuvers in that plane with a camera on yeah. their face. So they had to get well, used to the the, the nav. Weapon system guys in the back and then the right. and, drivers up front. And they so. had to get used to the different G-forces of the plane yeah. because they, he wanted it to be as realistic You still got to do your lines. You still got to do your lines <laughs> even though you're pulling eight Gs. Yeah. But hey, guess what? What's that? Keanu Reeves would still kick his ass. Oh, he absolutely would. You yeah. know why? He knows Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> he knows. And? He knows Kung Fu. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's like, what's your point? It's like, hey, nice to Neo. meet you. He's like, hey, I'm Bob. Nice to meet you. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> it's like so uh, irrelevant. Oh, okay. Uh, hi, welcome to McDonald's. How can I take your order? I know Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay. Okay. Do uh, you want anything to eat? <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> All right. Please move along. First window. <laughs> That'll be $12. Just take, just take everything. Here, just take it all. Oh, God. $38 in the cash register. Take oh, it all. Oh, my God. I think, I think we need to move on, don't you? We're done here. We are done here. Oh, well, <laughs> where did the fuck did that come from? That was no joke. Let's, uh, we're done. That was no, we, we are, are done. done here. All right. All right. So, time for us to leave. Yep. Okay. It's gonzo time. So, hey, everybody. Whiskey Sippers Live at gmail.com. You're not going to email us. We know that. Um, TikTok. TikTok. Twitter, Insta, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, face page, uh, face page. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, that's about it. Our, our Gmail address. And you can also see us on Podbean is where our actual website is. Yep. It's a whiskey guys live, uh, com. So anyway, we'll see us. Love you. Mina. Bye. Peace. Love and anal grace. I know Kung Fu. Oh, come on, Mr. Henderson. All right. See ya. Bye.